Welcome to In The Zone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. Today, we're going to have a little bit of a rant on should you shut down from throwing. So, if you get any value from this episode, feel free to share it. Or if you know someone who might need to hear some information on this episode, give it a share. Let them know about the episode and how they can implement and make some changes going forward. Now, Should you shut down? It's a question that I get a lot. Or even worse, oh, I probably shouldn't have shut down. Right? So obviously this is very context dependent, depending on the athlete, where they're at in their career. Um, A lot of people think more short term or like, oh, hey, I don't have any games coming up. Yeah, I'm probably just going to shut down. But they don't look at the entire more global, more zoomed out, more macro view of looking at maybe the entire year or looking at, you know, the upcoming year of what those demands look like. For example, let's say you have a college guy who, you know, he's going through summer ball, played all through summer ball. He threw 30 innings in the spring, but then pitched probably roughly 60 innings. So that's around 90 innings total from February until roughly around July, mid-August. Then he goes back to school, has to go throw in mid-September more fall games, continues to throw through that, then goes and trains over the off-season to get geared up for the spring. Not a whole lot of time to shuffle around or shut down there. Where some guys get in trouble is they'll either shut down over the course of time from Christmas break leading up to the spring season, which also results to uh, putting them in more risk for injury because of a massive increase in in just workload in general and not having those um, tissues or even the body ready to adapt and take on that stress. Or, you know, they don't take a break or even uh, a down regulation of cutting back volume and intensity. And then they either unfortunately may get injured or they just get dead arm and kind of filter out. Right. And it seems like a common trend through a lot of college guys. That's it. We'll just use that example for now. There's also different ways to go about it for pro guys, but that's pretty standard. Um, Personally, right. If we wanted to break this down like month to month, I would have taken a break as soon as he finished summer ball leading up into the fall season and have that fall season ramp up into the, into the spring season. Right. But where a lot of programs go wrong is they're having guys come back day one. Obviously I get it. Like you may have recruited this kid. You've never seen him throw. You want to see him in action, you know, and you got to let him kind of go out there and do his thing. See if he's still currently healthy. Totally get it. But let's say it's a guy that you've had in your program for a while. There's really no point in continuing to have him throw through the fall or at least starting out at first, maybe ramp him up, 
let him have that cut back in volume and intensity or even give him a, a, a week or two vacation before he heads back to school, get some decompression down, right? And then he ramps back up, right? So that would be one case where I would say do that and then allow them to ramp up and continue to keep that workload trending upwards as they work closer into the spring. And that's regulated basically how they would go about um, you know, preparing for their role for the for that season. Now you you got on another side, so this would be a whole nother scenario. So this would be athlete B. Let's say he's injured. Yeah. Hundred percent you should shut down, dude. Like, no questions asked. Um, you know, you gotta figure out that. Definitely need to get uh seen by a specialist, figure out what's actually going on there. Um if you haven't figure that out already, or if you're throwing with pain, right? There are certain things where it's like, hey, is there pain or is there soreness? Is this pain from, you know, acute pain or is this chronic pain? A lot of questions there that have to be asked. But the problem with that is a lot of people tend to think, oh, if I just rest it and just not do anything different and then pick back up where I left off, then everything will be fine. The problem is, you got pain for a reason and you didn't really find that root problem. So you need to go back and figure out, Hey, why am I getting pain in my elbow? Why am I getting pain in my shoulder? And ask those deeper questions, develop a game plan to where you're able to go in and find out, Hey, this was the root cause as to why I'm having these issues. You know, insert whatever issue you want. If you're not working on that while you're resting or maybe, you know, making some other type of changes, you're wasting your time and you're just going to pick back right off where you left off. You're just delaying the process of whatever else is going on by taking some time off. So, you know, definitely, again, there's a lot of situations here. Or maybe another scenario would be you have a mechanical flaw that you need to fix. I don't think you need to necessarily completely shut down. You definitely would cut back on volume intensity, maybe cut back a little bit on the skill side of things so that you can actually have better movement solutions to arise. So you're, you're teaching your body how to move a little bit more efficiently before you introduce the actual skill of throwing and pitching or whatever position that you're playing. Right. So that would be another scenario. Another one would be, you know, for a guy who might be on the brink of getting cut or released. Again, depending on how many innings they threw or what their, you know, previous throwing plans look like, like if they had an entire year where they didn't basically take off throwing at all. Yeah, you probably might need to take a short break. But time is of the essence when it comes to baseball players, especially if your career is kind of, in limbo. So would I completely shut down? No, because you're going to be wasting time for you to be be able to hop back on there and refine your skill. So a good scenario of this would be a guy, let's say straight out of college, didn't get signed, wants to go play indie ball, right? And also has, or maybe he has a pro tryout that he's trying to go to as well, affiliated tryout, and he's got to get the velo up. Obviously, you don't want to take off two, three months of throwing and then just try to ramp it all back up right in January, right? Let's say your season ended and you know, you're know you done in August. You got September, October, 
And then you just start to throw in November. That means you got just December to get ready. And then your tryouts in January. That is preposterous. You can't get your skill more in tune if you don't do the actual skill. Like there's there's literally no other way around it. More specifically, even if you're trying to increase velo, like, yeah, all this training and stuff will definitely help increase your capacity for that output. But if you got nothing to actually help refine that and then tune, tune up everything, what are you doing? Come on. Rethink it. Don't think that just shutting down is going to solve every problem. You got to ask deeper questions. You got to develop an actual plan. If you need help with that, reach out to someone that you trust, that you know has experience in being able to do this and not just shutting guys down to shut them down for the sake of shutting them down. For this thing, and honestly, this entire rant kind of started off this whole thing of no throw November, which if that's a blanket thing for everyone, then that means January, if you're Throwing in games in January, I'm praying that your arm holds up because you got no business being on the mound in that short period of time to be able to ramp up at 100% throwing in game. General rule of thumb here would probably be for every week that you take off, you need just the same amount of time to ramp back up and then maybe another week on top of that. But that's just getting you ramped up to where you left off. Or ramping back up to 100% throwing. A lot of nuance here on this subject, but I thought I'd just go go for this. I definitely did post a graphic on this as well on my Instagram. Feel free to check it out. It's a nice little flow chart for you to kind of drag and drop. Be like, hey, should I take this time off? Should I not? Check it out. But yeah. Just really grinds my gears when guys just shut down for the case of shutting down. For those of you listening, if you want to continue to get better at your craft or even as a coach, you got to stay in the zone.